Yo, what's up, everyone? I'm so excited for this episode. Again, my Hoopers out there, man. I'm really taking care of my Hoopers recently with the last podcast episode and especially this one as we got my man, Jeremiah Robinson Earl, who uh, was nice enough to come talk to us on this podcast, me and Chris. We sit down, we ask him tons of questions. We uh, help y'all get to know him. I know he's got a lot of fans out there, especially, man, when I'm posting anything with him as far as when we're training together, everyone's always sliding up on my DMs, commenting on my TikToks, saying that they are fans of Jeremiah, which they rightfully should be, man. This guy is a beast. He's 19 years old, and I keep having to remind myself that because he's so far ahead with his mentality and his maturity and his just awareness as an athlete and just as a person, man. He's an awesome guy. I can't say enough good things about him, and this is going to be probably the best podcast yet. So sit back, relax, and listen to this podcast. Love you guys. You are listening to Amplified Podcast, and I'm your host, Austin Pace. This is the podcast to listen to if you want to amplify your performance, build a bulletproof mindset, and learn directly from successful athletes and coaches in the industry. Let's go. But anyways, welcome to Amplified Podcast, and I'm just super pumped for this episode because we've been having this plan for a while. JRE, if you know anything about basketball, college basketball, um... It's just awesome that a lot of people know who you are, and I know you know that. And we just got a lot of good uh, dialogue and yes, questions and things that uh, we're excited to talk about. So first and foremost, if you could rate this podcast whatever you believe it deserves, I'm all about honesty. If it sucks ass, let me know. If it's great, let me know. It'll just help the podcast push out. And man, I just let's just dive in, man. So how, I, you got to remind me, how did we meet like how did this come about because obviously I got the opportunity to train you this offseason mm-hmm. I don't even remember how that really happened so I came back in like April that's what so I've been here since April so you since you know Drew Drew played for Run GMC but I think it, it was still Run GMC it was Run GMC and LJ is my AU coach that I've always known for a long time my basketball everything I talked to him and so I was trying to find a gym to, like, lift because the one I normally go to was kind of – because that's when kind of COVID was really, like, hidden and not a lot of people were having gyms open or they didn't know what they were doing. And I needed to be in the gym and start lifting. So he, he kind of – I talked to him about that. He got that figured out because he, he said Drew was lifting with you. And I was like, it'd be, yeah. it'd be dope to experience that with an NFL trainer who's been training an NFL player. So I was really excited to go and, and do something like that. So we met – when was our first – I want to say it was like in May. May? So I got Possibly. here in April, probably May. Or no, it would have been in April because that's when COVID like shut down. mid to late April is when we first started going. So going your freshman year, the tournament got canceled. Like, I guess let's rewind for a second. Mm-hmm. Your freshman year, Big East freshman of the year. Yeah. I mean, that's amazing. Tell, tell us about your freshman year, like the experience, what happened, what you felt you did well. Um, it, was a, it was a lot of fun. It's for sure something new. But I feel like so I went to IMG in Florida for my senior year, and I feel like that kind of helped for a next step, kind of being away from home. Like, you're always on a schedule. You're training this certain amount of hours. You have classes. You got to mix them both well. Like, just always being just disciplined 
as I like to say, just discipline. It helped with disciplining myself for that next level. But it, it was a lot of fun. The next level at college, just how intense it was. Dudes are stronger. It's quicker. Dudes are smarter. Like, it's not it's just easy as just being the big guy on the, on the team because I've always been, like, the biggest guy playing most of the time. Mm-hmm. And now, like, I'm guarding seven-foot dudes, 250 pounds, 300 pounds, whatever. That's a gas, 300 pounds. <laughs> but, but now I'm 6'9", so just guarding these dudes. But it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Just kind of always challenge myself every day in practice. And, and, I mean, playing for Coach Wright, he's a, he's a great coach, one of the best in my opinion. And he yes, just he is. he is the best – intentions for you and he knows how to push you he knows he just knows everything so when you when he tells you something you know he he's he's right no pun intended um but it's <laughs> um but it's, it, it's a, it was a great experience this freshman year for sure every time you talk about him it's, <laughs> it seems like he just connects with everyone so well mm-hmm. and I like I just like the idea of what you said how he wants you all to play mm-hmm. like no question asked catch and shoot yeah Kind of explain that, and were you playing like that prior to that, or was that honestly different? like last year was the first year like I really was shooting the threes in games because I've always just been like a big guy my whole life. Yeah. Because I mean, like, oh, I'm the biggest dude on the team. I'll be the big man for the team or whatever. So I mean, last year was kind of just a big step, like shooting a lot of like more threes and ball handling opportunities. I mean, and this this off season has been amazing too because. I've never really had that experience of being able to work out just my for myself because it's been always team oriented. I've always I've been doing USA basketball. I've been doing AAU. I've been doing Villanova, and so now like this summer to like really dial down for like myself and for once be like kind of selfish and how I want to train and yeah, like working on things like shooting and ball handling and offensive game because I feel. I'm best at defense and rebounding. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like those things are just real natural. So now being able to work on things I know that could really make it bring me to that next level and make me a more dynamic player has been has been awesome this this summer. Well, I got to say man, like when I knew I was going to have the opportunity to train you, I kind of knew what you've been doing for the last few years, but basically you hadn't had an off season, mm-hmm. like because you're playing basketball all year oh, round. Yeah, yeah. And from a trainer's eye, high level athlete hadn't had an off season like that. That is like the golden child of being able to be like, man, you can make more progress in three to four months for your game and just being a better athlete than you've ever witnessed. Mm-hmm. And you were really this is your first experience being on a weightlifting regimen. Mm-hmm. And I know we talked about this. It seems like over the last few years, lifting and strength conditioning has become more popular in basketball, it seems like. Mm-hmm. And what were, what did you know about lifting weights before this? Like, what was your ideology about it? Like, what, what did you see the benefit of it? I mean, I've always enjoyed training and lifting. Like, even, I can't remember when I started doing, maybe like, middle school is when I started doing like just you know training you go with groups and you just do the training classes all that but I've never been like a high volume lifter because I mean in basketball you don't need it as much but I mean I always knew the importance of lifting and like even as I would say I like high school and like like freshman sophomore years when I really started taking it more seriously mm-hmm. and like always like wanting to be in the gym like lifting at least and basketball obviously 
But I would say the step from to going to IMG was like another big step because like we do a lot. We do lifting like every day mm-hmm. in the morning. So we'll lift and then we'll do basketball. So, I mean, that really kind of it was a lot of fun because now it's like now I have everything I need. Maybe not all the gyms I go to had everything, but IMG had everything. Yeah. And that was another big step that I that was a lot of fun training out at IMG. But I mean, this off season has been like it's been amazing. Like I've never like like just to like focus on like really getting stronger and knowing like I'm not going out and playing a game like the next day. So I don't want to just recover. Yeah, I don't want to lift so much and I have a game next day. It's like right. I can be at my own pace and like get as strong as I can possibly and knowing I can still recover, not overdoing things. I can still do basketball. Like I can just be in my peak performance and shape. So when I go back to Villanova, I'm I don't have to feel like I'm in behind on yeah. anything. Or when the season starts, I don't feel like I didn't get anything done over the summer or anything. So I feel like this has been an awesome off season, and I've just I've always enjoyed conditioning, lifting, like all of that. Absolutely, you'll appreciate this too. The one thing that I think separated Jeremiah as far as just the the mindset of when he came to me is. One is just maturity of understanding how everything is going to tie in together. Because you're going to do skills training on your own. You understand the importance of nutrition. I mean, I keep forgetting that you are 19 yeah. years old. You're 19 years old. And he's telling me, like, I'm, I'm asking him questions, basic nutrition, uh, nutrition questions. Yeah. He's got it. He's applying it. Like, you understand That's that huge. a lot of times more isn't better. And it's going to be different for each athlete. So, like, one day we, we auto-regulate a lot, which is something we did well at. You had a really hard skills session in the morning. Yeah, I'm not going to come in. If we have plans to overload from last week and we're in a strength phase, we're not going to try – to hit those numbers if we don't think it's it's worth it. Mm-hmm. So your ability to communicate that one helps trainers out a train like trainer like me out tremendously. And two, like you never really plateaued ever. You never really plateaued ever. And that was the coolest thing to see from a trainer. Mm-hmm. And it makes complete sense because you're sleeping well, you're eating well, uh, you're you're recovering well, you're doing everything well. Never once did you ever not want to I remember, do anything. I remember like, saying that too. Like I'm, I was glad like all summer. There wasn't one time like I was doing like my personal record and I was like, oh, like I couldn't get like that third rep or yeah. fourth rep or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like we always just kept going and going and not overdoing it. But like we were getting right. to the point I feel like I'm the strongest and it's not like I need to go way more. Yeah, yeah. I can just keep getting stronger and stronger and stronger. Like how strong is strong enough type deal. And when you came in, dude, you were already really strong. We weren't really testing like those three rep max numbers Mm -hmm. because like you said, I think that you've built a foundation of strength probably just through lifting over the years. But, you know, you, they have athletes come in the offseason. You do the hypertrophy training, the higher volume, higher ups. I know all athletes hate it. But I, I personally think that that six weeks of that set you up for being able to PR and everything mm-hmm. else. And, you know, now you're, you deadlifted 450 for three. three. That's like a 490, 500, one rep max. You benched 235 for three. And we projected you your bench max at like 225 for one when we started. Yeah. I mean, just it's crazy, man. It's crazy, and it's awesome to see. And just that alone, I think you're going to just feel the difference this, this season. And mm-hmm. just use what you already got, uh, got to get to the ability, and it's going to be awesome, man. Yeah. Jeremiah, what I want to ask you is, uh, so you can relate a little bit 
uh, I wasn't near on your level, but so I went from high school to NCAA Division II uh, basketball, and I remember making that jump uh, from from there. Just the first day, even being out there. Uh, well, first day we got in the weight room. I remember, you know, I see all these guys, uh, you know, and they're they're bench pressing ninety five pounds and all this stuff, and I'm going, okay, I'm going to be good. Like this is going to be okay. Like strength wise, I'm going to be right there. Well, then we get out on the court. And uh, it was different because, like, I knew – because I, I also played football in high school. So, you know, I had lifted a lot of weights. And, and I see myself in here, and I'm lifting a lot more weight than these guys. But they played really strong. Mm-hmm. So tell me kind of about that. So tell me, when you get out there and you make the jump from high school to college, you know, I'm sure when you get in there and you see in the weight room, and you're, you're always going to be right there with everybody. But what is it that's different – from a physicality standpoint from high school to college and then what do you think it's going to be like going from college to the NBA because that's even another jump mm-hmm. so what do you what do you think you need to do there what do you think you need to do the best and what's been the biggest difference between the jump from high school to college I mean I would say the biggest jump is the three things I normally say are the speed of the game the physicality and like the IQ of players, mm-hmm. and I feel like IQ for me because it, because there's a lot of dudes that can make the league that are just freaks, right? And I don't feel like I'm a freak. Like I'm not seven three. I'm not. I don't have a six. I don't have a seven five wingspan. I don't have a fifty inch vertical or whatever. So I feel like IQ to me is so important. Just being smarter than a lot of people. But I would say that was for sure a jump because I feel like in the weight room, like you said, right. like I was always there. Right. Like you, you can any like a lot of people can lift, but like right. when you get to the court, it's a whole nother thing. Different deal. It's a whole nother thing. Yeah. And that for sure, just getting used to the speed, physicality, the the IQ of players. Right. And I feel like going back another year really is going to help with just maturing with sure. that, not forcing to try to be a one-and-done and be cool and, like, right. that's the thing to do. Yeah, right. Like, I wouldn't want to play basketball 15 years of my life and then rush a decision and then yeah. I just ruin whatever I've been trying to go for on a maybe on a maybe career or a maybe contract or a maybe this, right. maybe that. But going back another year, just taking a day at a time, maturing, just getting better – uh, playing with coach, playing for Coach Wright, and just getting better with my teammates, just that can really help for the long run, and that's why I really took in consideration yes. when deciding to come back. It's crazy, man, how many guys, and I can name a ton of guys that were one and done, that if they would if they would have had that same mindset, may have actually had a chance. Mm-hmm. But man, there's been so many one and dones, and, and Mizzou is my team. I can name so many guys that, that were one and done at Mizzou, and I'm thinking, what are you thinking? You know, and you, you know, Big East freshman of the year, a lot of people would have been like, well, yeah, he's Big East freshman of the year. He could be a one and done. But you made the decision. And I just think that was so smart for you because, like, you, you said the, you said it yourself, maturity. Because I even remember, and this is, I only played Division Two basketball. I remember the difference between my first and second year. It was, like, not even the same thing. Night and day. Yeah, it was night and day. And I'm sitting there, and I remember thinking to myself back then, because, you know, back then, uh, I don't know if you remember a guy, a kid named Sebastian Telfair. Him and I were about the same age, and he was a point guard out of New York, and he went straight to the NBA from high school. And I remember, and he, and he never made it. Anyway, you probably hadn't heard him, but your, your dad would know him. Mm-hmm. Your dad would definitely know him. But anyway, so I, was th- I remember thinking to myself, man, the jump that I made from my freshman to sophomore, and here I am only playing in NCAA Division II, and I thought about what some of these guys could have had with maybe just one year of college or then the guys that were one and done. Mm-hmm. There's a guy from Mizzou. I'm just going to say it right now. His name's Albert White. 
And your dad would know this guy, too. And this guy was a one-and-done at Mizzou, and I just don't know what he was thinking. Anyways, there's a perfect example of a guy. If you're, my, if you're closer to my age, you'll know who I'm talking about. But, and you know, Jeremiah, and he didn't even have the pedigree that Jeremiah has, and he made the jump, never made it. But, man, I just can't tell you how proud I am of you for making that decision because you easily could have made the jump. Mm-hmm. But I really think after you do this, especially what you've done this offseason with Austin, I mean, it's going to be unbelievable how much more ready you'll be after this year. And I feel, like, even more confident going into this season. Like yeah. From, like, freshman year, you're just kind of like – Right. Testing the water, seeing how everything exactly. is. You know like, what to expect now. Yeah. And so, like, now it's like I've been through everything. And, like, right. I can just be – I don't have to focus – I don't have to focus on as much stuff because I built those habits all last year. Yep. And I already know what I'm doing. And yep. all I can just focus on is just getting better every day. Yeah. And, and you need that year to do that. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Here's what I want to know. Like, you just don't have – too many highs, you don't have too many lows. You seem like a really just even, solid dude. Mm-hmm. That's huge. You got confidence. You're not arrogant, cocky at all, but you know what you're capable of, mm-hmm. and you're competitive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like you said, quote from Jeremiah, I hate being ass at something. <laughs> if there's anything we did that uh, was very, very, very seldomly that he did not get down the first time, He's going to stay there all night till you get it down. And, like, yeah. I love that about you. And where does that come from? Because that's really something that can't be taught. Like, is, it, is this a childhood thing? Is it a relationship that you built amongst your family? Where did that come from? Because super I would, important. I would say, I mean, my dad was a super competitive dude like, right. when he played basketball. But I always, I always thank my parents because they never really pushed me to be something. So, like, I never felt like... Like, oh, my dad wants me to go play basketball, and I don't want to, like, when I'm a little kid. And now, like, I love doing it. So it's like, what if he pushed me back then, and now I'm, like, dried out doing it now because I had to do it so much, so much. And that's why, like, when I'm in the gym sometimes, and I'll see parents with their kids, and I'm like, like, Mom, I'm like, thank you for not doing that because I'm like, I'm so glad you didn't overdo anything with me because because maybe I wouldn't love basketball as much as I do right now. And so, but I would say it's just my, probably my parents, because I mean, my mom was a, she, she swam and she, she loved that. And she played basketball. And then my dad, he was really, really good at basketball. I can so, attest to that. <laughs> <laughs> you got jam- jammed on, right? Well, no, I wasn't going to, I didn't let it happen. Oh, yeah, no, I no, fouled no. him so he, so he didn't do it. <laughs> yeah. But I would just say it's just my parents. It's more, I don't know if you can, you're, I think you can be born with it. Like, I feel yeah. like I just grew into it. And obviously my coaches. Oh, yeah playing for my coaches in elementary school and middle school and um, high school, AAU and all that. And I just feel like over time, I just kind of see, because I knew I wanted to play basketball at the highest level. So I just kind of see what I have to do to do that. And I just know basketball is like, it's like 40, 60, 40% physical, 60% mental to me. I think it's more mental, more mental than it is physical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because if you're not there mentally, yeah. you're not you're not there physically at all. Yeah. So yeah. and my favorite player is Kobe Bryant. So yeah. Yeah. I just oh, yeah. his mama mentality. Like I I oh, love yeah. that so much. Yeah. And so I, I just looked up to him so much playing basketball. And like I just knew his mental game was like the best ever. Like there's yes. only very few people that could be in a category with him. It'd be like Jordan, Kevin Garnett, him, and there might be a couple more that I'm not. LeBron's got to be up there. Yeah, you could say LeBron. I would say LeBron. You could say LeBron. Isn't it crazy though? Like if if you'd have been asked that same question, because I know my answer would have been different. If you'd have been asked that question your senior year in high school, even. Do you think you still would have said 60-40? Because I know I wouldn't have. Like, when I was in high school, I would have told you 90-10, 90 physical, 10 mental. And then after the first year of college, I was like, whoa, 
Way different. I feel like probably not as I probably didn't have as much um, knowledge on it. Right. But I feel like I kind of made, knew what was going on because I mean, yeah. I would. That's why I chose IMG because I just wanted to be around like-minded people, and we all sure. had the same goals. And the coaches knew what we're trying to do, and even right. like teachers at school know what we're trying to do, and yeah. all that. So I mean, I feel like I was on the right path to knowing, like understanding a lot more about the game and kind of just what it's not all about making and missing shots because yeah. sometimes like I'm real I'm really hard on myself like like you said like I don't like being bad at stuff so if I have workouts and I miss shots I just get like really upset but I know that it's not all about that right. and that you you have another day to go out there and get better because yeah. like even like the other day like I think it was yesterday or something like that like I had a workout and it wasn't my best shooting workout but like I knew I went in there I was grinding. I was going hard. Yeah. Sometimes the shots don't go in every right. time. But I know that there's just so much more to basketball than making and missing shots, and that's yeah. why I just keep keep a strong mindset and just try not to be down on myself because there's really no need to do something like that. I wonder if there's any translation from recreational golfing to building that resilience. Talk about a sport no that no question. you cannot worry about your bad shot. Oh, absolutely. Shot. You, Dude, yeah. oh, my gosh. When I first started playing, it was unreal. Like, it would ruin my round if I had two, three bad shots in a row. Mm-hmm. I was done for the rest of the round. You just have to just move on. Well, and it's, yeah, you're right. And it's similar, though, but you have to think about it. Like, if you think about all the factors that are against you, right, hitting a golf shot just, just, ge- geomet- just geometrically, right, from a geometry standpoint. I don't know if geometrically is a word. But just from a geometry standpoint, then you factor in wind and all this stuff, your lie and all this stuff. There's a ton of factors against you. You're going you're gonna to have to hit bad shots. And in basketball, all right, you're moving, right? The hoop is only – I forgot the circumference of the hoop. You got a dude trying to, trying to guard you, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the, the odds of you making a lot, of, a lot of shots, and this was something I remember, uh, John Sunbold, who uh, is the NBA all-time leading three-point percentage leader still – he was my shooting coach, and, and he was like, you got to understand something, man. He's like, you're going to have off nights. Mm-hmm. He's like, think about what the odds are. And he, like, put it in perspective, and he had, like, this thing that he pulled out that some, you know, one of those nerds put together of the trajectory of the ball, and then you factor in a guy guarding you, and he's like, and, and you think you're going to sit there and make every shot all night, yeah. right? You're just not. You just have to be realistic. Right, you, you know you're realistic. not going to make every shot. But his big thing was, and this is one of the big things I took away from him, just because you, just because you miss shots, doesn't mean you should stop taking them. Exactly. Yeah. You got to keep shooting. Like, you got to keep miss, shooting. If you miss six in a row, you're one for seven or whatever. Right. Yeah. You got to shoot your next one on that. You're going right. to be two for eight. Right. And you're three for nine. And then you might be three for ten, but you keep shooting because you work so hard at doing it. You're not going to just get mad and just quit about it. Right. Exactly. I love your awareness, too. Like, you know exactly what you got to do to take your game to the next level. Here's my question. Last year, because no one's going to stop you this year. Mm-hmm. I know you got that mentality. Last year, though. When you were not as experienced, what is someone's best chance of stopping you when you got a ball one-on-one situation? What, what was someone's best chance of you? You got to know your stop? weaknesses. I like that. So you're talking about somebody who's guarding me one-on-one. If I'm guarding you, what is my best chance to get uh, to stop you from scoring? When you think about last year, think about yourself last, last year. Last year, I feel like it was. I feel like I got better throughout the season just making those decisions because I mean we focus on a lot of like. Like, we always catch a shoot, shot fake. If it's not there, one drill will get to the rim, get to the either get drive to score, yeah. or if you don't have it, jump stop in the lane, look opposite, pivot, pivot, and then you might have a good shot. So, I mean, 
I would say last year it could have been maybe putting making me put the ball on the ground. Okay. Making mm. me like dribble the ball, try to make a move or something right. like that. Yeah. And so that's why I've been enjoying this off season just to like really focus on like being a lot more comfortable with my handle and shot. And even like towards the end of the season, like I was getting way more comfortable making those decisions and handling the rock and shooting threes, mid-range, all of that. And it helps when your coach is telling you whenever you yeah. catch the ball, shoot it. That's huge. It, it, like, that literally is a game changer. Yeah. Like, if you have a coach telling you, you play catch fear. the ball, like, yeah. like pass it. Then yeah. You're kind of like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Sh-. Like, yeah. But there's not as much iso ball than being played. And it's different. Like, and I think a lot of people don't realize from college to NBA. NBA, I'm not saying NBA is easier, but – there's a lot more opportunities for ISO because there's yeah. defense of three seconds in the NBA. Right, right. In college, anybody can just sit in the lane right. and you can't get to the goal at will. Yeah. But in the NBA, there's right. a lot more space. Yeah. Like, that's why James Harden is so good because he, he can shoot the ball, but I mean, he can get to the he goal because so nobody's much sitting in the lane. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a good So point. it's just really because a lot of people are like, oh, these dudes don't play defense. Nobody's helping. I mean, like, right. They're really limited on it too. Like yeah. you can't have Rudy Gobert sit in the paint all night, yeah. right? Because if he did, then a lot of dudes are not getting to the goal. It will because he's gonna contest a lot of those shots. He's gonna if he right. didn't block them, he's gonna get the rebound every time. So right. it's just a, it's really different in the levels of basketball. But obviously the NBA is much more difficult than than college. Yeah, just skill. But there's level. just little aspects that are that can change the game and make it quicker. Make the game just feel different than from level to level. Well, you've been playing long enough now. Like, you've seen the game kind of shift towards more of a three-point game. Mm -hmm. Like, have you really experienced that for as long as you've been playing? I mean, just like I put it in perspective, like, honestly, like, last year is the first year I really, like, became more of a perimeter player. Yeah. And, like, I've always been comfortable doing it, but more in-game getting those reps of doing it. Yeah. So, I mean, I can work out and I can do the perimeter stuff, but, like, now, like, really getting in the game and, like, doing that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I can see, like, you can see where the game is obviously trended that a lot of bigger dudes need to handle the ball, shoot the ball. If you don't shoot, then it's kind of like – uh, a lot of teams don't want just a post player. Right. Yeah. Right. So that's what I've just been working on for the for a while, for the last couple of years, knowing that you need to be able to shoot the ball, you need to, be able to dribble the ball. Because, I mean, I'm not going to be a big dude at the next level. Because, yep. I mean, right. there's no such thing. I mean, there's like Draymond Green, but that's about right. it. Right. But, like, there's not 6'9 post player because those dudes in the NBA are 7'2 playing the five or whatever right so just being able to expand my game is what I've been really focusing on but always but still keeping the traits that I depend on a lot like defending rebounding being comfortable inside but just expanding outside to just make it more dynamic just harder player to guard I got a fun question for you um and I can either you you can choose whether you want me to give you mine or you can give me yours (laughs) Who is your current NBA player that you would compare yourself to? I watched a little bit of your film because I hadn't really seen much of you, to be honest with you. And then when uh, I want to answer this, too. yeah. And then when Austin uh, told me he was going to start training you, I started watching a little bit of your film, and I've got your NBA comparison. Who would you compare yourself to? Who is your NBA comparison? This is a good question. This is fun. I can give you mine first if you want. I got to think too right now because I don't like it when people com- compare. Right, nobody say, does. No, no, like right. compare and say like. Oh, I'm kind of like a, a smaller Anthony Davis. I'm like, okay, there's only one Anthony yeah. Davis. Right, right, like, right. But if you have I'd to like, I'd like to hear yours. I like to hear yours. All right, yours. so, uh, and this is based on, so I saw your, 
it was in the uh, you guys played the Big East tournament, right? Oh, uh, we did. That's when it got canceled. Well, it must have been your game right before the Big East okay. tournament. Who was it? Who were you playing? Our last game might have been Georgetown. Yeah, it was Georgetown. Georgetown. So I watched a little bit there. Uh, I I saw a lot of Kawhi, man. Really? I did. Really? I really did. That your is offense, a good comparison. His offense that is, is a good, good comparison. I saw a lot of Kawhi. Obviously. But his defense is good too, though. Like I mean, I like, think I'm better at defense and rebounding. That's what I really. Yeah, yeah. That's you what are, I yeah. love. I love doing that. Like that's like getting like ten boards and like yes. defending people. Yeah. And I feel like. I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, yeah, I'm Kawhi. I'm, right. Kawhi, is, he's, <laughs> right. A, he's a beast. He's a beast. Right. No, he is. He's a fun but guy. I feel like that's what I've really been trying to work on, like my outside game, being more comfortable. Because once I get more in – because that's why I've been working on a lot, ball handling, shooting off the dribble, getting to the goal, like right. stuff like that. That's so, why I saw you doing that game, and I was like, oh, man, he reminds me a lot of Kawhi. Just the way you moved mm-hmm. on offense. Now, defense, yeah, you were – yeah, I ought to be honest. Anyway. Because the thing is, like, I'm guarding just like the biggest guy right, all the right. time. Right, right. So you so can't like, really compare. And you, in the NBA, you're not going to be guarding that guy. But but like, it's it's different too. When like, say I'm not as much of a guy that's going to like bring the ball down the court. Like at least True. at least at the college level. True. I, who knows what happens right. Next, right. at the next level? But oh, that's come on, why. Just give that, us a name. Give us a name, man. Give us a name. Yeah, any name. I mean, you, does it have to be current? Oh, it doesn't even have to be current, and it can't be your dad either. I mean, that's. Nah, I'm, uh, I would. And you, yeah, nah, you, you, you don't play like that. <laughs> I'm better than him. Nah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, ah, uh, it's such a hard question. I'm it's a tough question, but it's fun to answer. Uh, like a dude that comes to my mind. I don't. This is such a tough question. <laughs> I really like Paul Millsap. Ooh. Yeah, but Millsap. That, but yeah. obviously, I want to work on more like being a wing player. Like yeah. being able to like shoot off the dribble, get into the goal, like handling yeah. the rock more. But I like, I think pre Jeremiah, like pre what I'm trying to be. Right. Like I'm not trying to be something I'm not. Yeah, sure. But sure. like pre, like maybe a couple years ago, yeah. I, I like Paul Millsap because he's like around, he's really good around the goal. Yeah. He can extend, he can shoot the three, he can shoot the mid range. Right. I mean, he doesn't really make a whole lot. I mean, everybody makes mistakes, but he doesn't make dumb decisions. Right. Like, he can face up, get to the goal. He can do a lot of things. But obviously, I want to expand my game a little more than just being a little more mobile, I feel, than than Paul Minnesota. I do like his game a lot because he's a a really good all-around player. That's what I'm saying. Because I feel like like I was – I remember talking to a coach like when I was getting recruited and just being told like I was like a jack of all trades and not like a master of one. Right. And that's honestly I love that. Just that's being being good at a lot of things, but like like but not being like, oh, he's he just can play basketball. He just go out and play basketball right. and like like he Which can is perfect for play offense, league. play defense, yeah, guard yeah. any position, being able to extend the floor, go inside mismatch, be outside yeah. with a mismatch. Comfortable guarding guards, guarding big like that's just playing basketball. Like, yeah, not being worried about being put in a position that you're uncomfortable. Just being com- uncomfortable, being comfortable doing everything. So, yeah. with your pops in the dunk contest with Kobe, mm-hmm. what year was that? That was ninety six. Na- okay, ninety six. That's when yeah. you weren't even alive. No, I wasn't born. That's crazy. No. Uh, <laughs> you weren't even born. <laughs> that's when I was born. Uh, I was a sophomore in high school. Is that something you'd want to ever do? Okay, I saw. I've seen you dunk in warm-ups and stuff, and, like, bro. I don't like, I don't like wasting my energy on, like, crazy dunks, honestly. Yeah? 
I don't blame you. Uh, no, yeah. So, I, oh, it's like, taxing, and like, like there's dudes out there that can do everything. Like, right. Because I was, I played at the McDonald's on America. I'm like, I didn't even consider doing it. I'm like, yeah. some of these dudes out here are doing right. reverse between the legs, under the goal, yeah. reverse dunk. Well, yeah. it's crazy when they and miss like, an attempt. And people don't understand how hard it is when, like, they'll do that, like, four or five oh, times. You got to go do it again. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't even like. I have one dunk I like doing, but like outside. What of that, is it? Is three sixty one mil? It's called. So I like, saw that. There's a thing crazy. called. I mean, ball up like like and one like those street ball games. Right? Oh, I know. What and there was to. a there was a dude called he was called Mister Africa. It was on the back of his jersey, and he would go up for like just a regular two feet two hand dunk, and then at the last second he would just do he would do like a one eighty like reverse I dunk. Saw that yes. And so I like I saw that I'm like I need to I need to start doing that and like can you do it? Yeah, I can do it. Oh, nice. That's the only. But I don't like. I mean, like I can't do between the legs. But I say like there's dudes out there who can do between the legs that don't have bounce. Right. So it's like if I wanted to, I could practice it sure. for 30 minutes every day. Right. And yeah. I would be able to get the timing down and right. all that. But I just don't honestly like. I'm fine with a two feet, two hand dog, one foot, one hand, all that. Like, I don't need to do anything crazy. You're trying to put up points, man. Yeah. You're not worried about right. style points. I got my comparison. Okay. And we've talked about this before. <laughs> I know. Have you played NBA Street Volume 2? Oh, that's Oh, no, wait. Volume. volume yeah, volume, volume 2. Volume 2. Volume 2. Volume 2. Uh, yeah, I think so. Stretch. <laughs> He's stretched, bro. I'm going to, I'm going to, not just physically, <laughs> just but because of the appearance. Afro. Afro, what did he say? Remember, you were trying to get him to get the fade on the side. Okay, let's talk about this real no. quick. No. Yeah, we got to put this out there, man, because I want other people to comment on this you and, gotta pre- see and pressure this. you to do this. So if you haven't seen Jeremiah, Jeremiah's got a great head of hair, Just man. an all-around fro. Just a okay, fro. he does. He does. But he could – so he's he goes to Villanova, right? <laughs> his hometown his hometown's Kansas City. I think there's no better way to honor Kansas City than if he cut his hair like Mahomes did, and it would look – Sick, and he doesn't want to do it. He I says he won't even it. consider it. I won't consider it. I rather. I'm gonna go. get okay. What if Mahomes asked you to do it? <laughs> no. Still no. No. Oh, this is. I rather go bald than do that. That's Jeremiah. Look at that physique, bro. He's got that's the broad a, shoulders. That's old, that's throat. old school, Doctor J. Is that who it was after? Uh, I think essentially, so. maybe. I think so. That's old school, Doctor J. All right, I have not played that game. Dude, this is classic. That's where the difference. It's in got the be, it's got the best soundtrack of any sport game I've ever played. I love it. They reminisce, they reminisce. So he tells me the other day he would shave his head before he would do him a home Absolutely. Pat, I'm, not, I'm not hating on him, though. I'm right, not hating no. on his hair. It's just for me, I just don't. I don't. I can't do that. Pat, if you ever hear this, man, I got a, I got a kid from KC who I'm wanting to rep you, and he won't do it. I don't know, man. I, I'm, I'm not hating on Pat. He's the no, man. I know you're not He's the man, man. But still, you could, there's no way to, you know, and then you know it would obviously cause a lot of, Conversation in Philadelphia, people are like, "What are you doing, man?" Well, I'm just repping my hometown team, as my homes do. You don't got any tattoos, right? Uh-uh. I'm afraid of needles. Can't do oh that. yeah, I can't do. Yeah, because you got your wisdom teeth out, or you've done some other stuff, surgery in your mouth, and you won't let them put you out. No, I'll get when I get fillings. Like I just go straight up. I don't go any numbness. Why do you want to be put out? Uh, I mean, like I don't like needles. So I can't do it. Oh, okay. Like when, like just do a feeling. Like they oh. normally just like put a oh, needle. Yeah, they give numb a shot. Like, yeah, can't do it. I'd rather, <laughs> I'd rather just take the pain and just go like that. But like, I had to get yeah. my wisdom teeth out, 
And like I saw, like I'm thinking, like they can just give me funny gas, and I'll be like out of it, and they can like just right. hit me with right. an IV, and I'm done. Yes. I'm done. I hate that dude. That the wisdom teeth really fucked me up. It really did. Like I, I was out for like five days. He yeah. comes back two days later, and we decided we did like a lighter day. We did, but yeah, I didn't even think like you were. You seemed fine. I didn't, I can't even tell. You didn't even look like I was so face. I was so ready to be like because I sat down. I sat out for like three days. I was yeah. like played hella war zone. Honestly, I was real chill. I, I played a little like the sec, like the second day. I definitely start playing a lot of Warzone because I had nothing else to do. But I'm like, can't eat anything. Right. I'm like, it's the worst. I mean, mashed potatoes is my best item because it's actually like food and not pudding and applesauce. Yeah. Right. How much Warzone did you play this offseason? Why do all athletes love? I love Warzone. I don't play it as much as I I did. Oh, but I play like, Warzone all the time. If I'm not at the gym, if I'm not doing schoolwork, if I'm not doing anything, I'm definitely playing. Call of Duty, or just any video, the video game that, that I enjoy playing at the time. I'm definitely playing video You've games. been on Warzone since you've been working with me. Oh, yeah, I've been playing Warzone all summer. Like, you're, all you're the best summer. out of your squad? Absolutely. What's your gamer tag? Um, my gamer tag is fun. It's just my name, literally. My gamer tag is JCRRO, but my, like, activist name is Monster with no E. Oh, your account name? For, yeah. So, for, like, on Call of Duty, like, when you see me, like, kill you, gotcha. like, you'll say killed by Monster. Okay. Yeah. Xbox? PS4. I PS4. But I love I I appreciate Xbox. I've been Xbox my whole life. Yeah. So like but like I had a lot of my friends on PlayStation, so I'm like, I mean, I might as well just switch over because all my friends are playing on this. So but I love Xbox. I never hate on them. I never hate on Xbox. What's your loadout of choice right now? I know it's changed a couple times. It's for sure it's changed. Um I use the Graw. Graw and I use the AUG as secondary. I use the MP5. A lot of YouTubers use it. it. It wasn't working. I need something comfortable for me, so I use the all. If I don't use the all, if I don't use the Graw, then I'm using the PKM. Yeah, dude, that that yeah. merch. And I like it because it's not like the Bruin. Everybody uses the Bruin, yeah. so I mean, it's not as much recoil. No, I mean everybody. I don't like. I I try not to jump on the waves of all the guns people use. Yeah. But like obviously I'm using I use them because when I was, they're amazing. When I was at my peak of playing and I was playing good and I was playing with Drew every every night and we were getting dubs like we got a couple back to back dubs. Tell me what kind of player this makes me. M4. Okay. No stock. Okay. Extended mag. Uh, I had some type of barrel on it. You probably had the heavy grip. barrel on it. My secondary <laughs> RPG. Is that pesky? I don't. I don't mind it. I don't. I use. It's Bro, for I me, get I so many kills with the I RPG. I can't use the RPG because I'm too slow. Yeah, I'm too slow. It slows you down. Do it. Does it slow you down even if it's on your back? No. no. So it's just the it's gun just that's like, out. That's why, I like, I run. I don't care what my one my assault rifle LMG is, but like, I have to have a SMG secondary so I can move around fast. What games did you play? Back I was gonna say this is hilarious because uh, I have no fucking clue what they're talking about right now it's a different lingo uh, yeah i mean my son you know my son who's 15 he plays all this stuff but yeah i played uh i played uh, uh madden obviously i was always a big madden yeah. guy and then we had uh man what did we have on uh our basketball games we had some epic basketball games back in the day both in college and in high school uh well nba nba uh NBA Live, I think is what it was called. NBA Live was better than 2K. Yeah, NBA for Live. The yeah, because it was before 2K. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, I but I've never been a um, these games that you guys are talking about. I'm a, I'm a sports game guy. 
I'll play you some Madden. I'll play you some FIFA. I'll play you some NBA. Oh, FIFA's, FIFA's. I'll destroy everybody in FIFA. Oh, really? I love. Who do you play with? Really? International teams? Nah. I play my team for the long because I hate when people use like this the Real Madrid. FC. Right. I still beat you. I don't care. <laughs> I won't use it. But I liked for the longest. I use Borussia Dortmund. It's oh. a German team because really? it was like Bayern Munich was like the best team, and there was a, another team, Borussia Dortmund. And they have a dude, Marco Royce. He is sweet. And, like, Aubameyang isn't on their team anymore, but I used – yeah, I like them a lot. I remember you saying you don't play team. much 2K. No, it's NBA. the fakest game ever. Yeah. I, I absolutely hate it. Dude, the, the worst part about it is a full-court pass. It's not even you can't, yeah, that, you can't even do it. It's just like I know – like, it's just like the flow of the game is awful. Right. Yeah. Like, I just, like – I don't enjoy it. I, I never enjoyed playing 2K. Like, I would play my player – Right. Like, that's literally it. <laughs> like, I wouldn't do yeah. anything else. Yeah. But I would do FIFA. It would be FIFA, Madden, and then, like, I'd rather play, like, get good at NHL before I start playing 2K or something like that. I like that. MLB the show. Like, I, I think. Never, I played it a couple times. I played put, MLB a couple times. It's pretty fun. Like, you can set up elite or uh, a season. Uh-huh. That's what I used to do. Were you in the uh, GameCube era? I played, yeah. I played a yeah. lot. That was my, that's my favorite console. Because my mom yeah, that was a good that. one. But I played. There was a snowboarding game called 1080. Yeah, that game's awesome. Yo, that game is yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. That game is awesome. Yeah, I remember that one. I played 1080. My yeah. f- two favorites was 1080 and Mario Kart. Yeah, Mario Kart's the, the best one, yeah. For so sure. So when you, when you uh, make it to the league, what do you think your overall is going to be on 2K? Ooh. I'm not even that's, a, that's really big. I feel I'm like I'm not even worried. <laughs> it's, like, it's like obviously you're not going to get in there and be at 90. Like, there's, that's in pot. Nobody has ever. Like, I feel like the highest you can get as a rookie is, like, 80. Yeah. Like, I think Zion Williamson was only, like, a 70-something. 79 or yeah. 80. Like, yeah. it's, you can't get – you can't get – I mean, I, I – Right. That's the last thing I'd be worried about. I remember about. Drew was pissed about his speed. He went in. He ran a 4.69. That was, that's like – That's a good time for a quarterback. And they yeah. gave him, like – Something stupid, yeah. sixty something. They always like, do. They always do. Man, like who are these people rating? That's what I want to know. I don't think they're sports these ha- nerds sitting on the couch. <laughs> yeah. They they watch film. That's what they do. Right, right. Man, so what's what's next for you? I know you're going back. Mm-hmm. What do you know? What you guys are gonna do? What the plan is? Um, we kind of have a schedule on what we're doing because of the pandemic going on. But I I know we're working out with our roommates. So we're not. You said doing, like small groups. Yeah, like, we're not doing like team oriented stuff. Yeah, and we we really focus on team stuff, but right now we're just focused on being safe and right the safest we can be. And so that's why we're just doing um like our roommates. So we're just always with our roommates. Like so we're not right. with like new people or whatever. Right. And then we'll be doing online classes just so we're in a position where we don't have to like quarantine for two weeks or like yeah 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 just be just be in a position where it might not go well so I, I, that's why I want I, I like we're just doing online classes working out with roommates um I mean what's your major again uh, I, I haven't decided yet but because I mean we have to like I think maybe like before second semester yeah to decide if sophomore year but I'm really interested in like Economics. I, I was like business. I, I've, I feel like I have a really business mindset, but they said the schools really like uh, the schedule wouldn't like work with basketball, so you wouldn't. Oh, yeah. But like economics is like the same exact thing, in this, essentially. So I mean, I'm really interested in like business and like entrepreneurship. So like I like economics and. Tell us about like your that. side hustle you had. This, <laughs> this uh, so I was. Um, 
I was uh, detailing cars for all summer. Really? Not all summer, but a good majority. Good What's majority. the business model? What good kind of you, man. what is this service like? Sell me on it now, because this is something I need. Oh, I do, I do, I do the whole car. You get a car wash, you get the insides, you get Damn. the mats, you get the seats, you get the really. Where do I go? The dash. Uh, we're we're um temporarily not open right okay. now. Okay. Leave tomorrow. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, like, where did you? Oh, I was just in my uncle, my uncle's house. He had because he had like a. He had a built-in vacuum in his garage. Yeah. Like I had like the one with the cord and like just a box I'm holding. Yeah. So you're this scrappy, was, this man. This was way like easier. Low overhead. You're like fine. Low overhead. Did low you overhead. wax the car too? No, no. Oh. I did tires. Though. I did all. I did it all. It was definitely way better when you got it after. So. What was that? What was our average charger? So maybe next summer, if you, if you do, decide to sit another do, year out, I just do uh, forty. That's it. That's not bad, yeah, that's, man. That's what I'm saying. I, I wish. Hey, you didn't sell me on this. I'd have had you. Hey, I had you hooked that thing up. I don't up. do anything crazy, you know. You know what I like? Because we were talking about cars. I was like, what's, what's your car of choice? Tesla. Tesla. I know. Sure. Yeah, yeah. He said that. Absolutely. Yeah. Because, I mean, you buy it. It's like, a, okay, it's like 35 40 however much the base price is. Right. After that, you can make it an eighty hundred thousand dollars $100,000 car based yeah. on what you add on it. Right. But, like, after you buy it, you would only replace tires. Yeah. Maybe a yeah. battery if something weird happens, right. but it's not going to happen. Right. And then, like, literally, that's you don't have to get maintenance. You don't have to go for checkups, like, all yeah. that stuff. So, I mean, it's really, like, after you buy you buy a $500 charger. Right. Which it will be nothing if you're buying a Tesla. Yeah. So. I told him that. Have you seen the new Ford Broncos that are coming out? Those are sick. I think I could see them in that. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's badass, dude. I have a, because my, my, my uncle has, like, an old one. Like, an old one. Sometimes those are the best. And he, like, he fixed it up and did all, all that. All restored and everything? Yeah. Yeah. Either that or I could see see him also driving like a really old uh classic you know like an old classic yeah something that's lifted it's up and down. like my favorite car like it will always be but i feel like i've just always said this so like i keep going with it is a hummer h2 okay always, sick car, man. always like I've as always a kid liked, like a collector's item soon that was like the sickest car yeah. to me as a like Remember LeBron H2? got one uh, when he was in high school Yo, and it was a big like deal. the h3 is the awful i hate the yeah. h3s are terrible yeah i'm the h1s i'm not really into the army look right right the h2s were Those the were sickest sick. car yeah, yeah. ever to me they were that's a gas eater though that's the only that's oh, a gas it's eater. like diesel yeah <laughs> man i cannot tell you i just gotta say this how impressed i am Jeremiah, that you here you are, nineteen years old. You're you you. I mean, unless something weird happens to you this year, God, you know, God willing, it won't. Uh, you're gonna be going to the NBA, and you know that. And you're out there detailing cars. You didn't have to do that. Like I know you didn't have to do that, and that really impresses me, man. And I, I'm telling you what. If I'm an NBA GM, and, I, and, I, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to toot his horn just a little bit here. If I'm an NBA GM, and I've got two kids, and I think they're close, right? And this is next year's lottery. I'm, in, I'm an NBA GM. Hopefully the Suns, because the Suns are my NBA team. <laughs> and uh, even though Suns. Devin Booker broke my heart, he was committed to go to in, uh, Mizzou, and he backed out. We won't even get into that. <laughs> but uh, I'm an NBA GM, and i got two guys, and they're close. So it's you and... Oh, I don't know. Well, I'll just say Christian Bishop because I know Christian personally, personally, right, at Creighton. Uh, so, you know, I'm, I'm debating between you two, right? And I'm going, and I start, and, you know, they always want, they want to hear about your life. Like, they, they want to hear this stuff. And I feel like right now is like 
they know everybody's good at basketball, right. but it's like, right. what are the little things? What are the little things? And this kid's from? out here running a freaking car detailing business. He's working out every day. Dude, that's super impressive. I really, I props to you for that. Appreciate Mad it, respect for that. That's awesome because most kids your age, especially kids that know that they've got a future probably in the league, would not be doing stuff like that. They would be sitting on their ass all day playing video games, which you do a little bit of that too, and you should because you're 19 years old, but... Man, that's awesome. I, I'm re- I really respect that. I do. And I told him, too, we had this conversation, like, early when we started working together. It's like, you see more athletes starting to build personal brands and post content mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. And I know you were mentioning that, like, trying to be more active on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Dude, I think that, one, you people are already fans because you're doing what you do at a high level. People love to watch it. But, two, you're just like any other uh, anyone else. You know, you're super relatable. Mm-hmm. Everyone yeah. relates to... Uh, to you or you can yeah. relate to someone mm-hmm. you post content man you're like you can build a brand you say your entrepreneurship come mm-hmm. out with merch like you know Lamar Jackson's got his yeah. merch line these you see it more and more Tiger Hill's got his YouTube channel yes he does um dude I would love to see you do that man I would love you to sell you awesome I stream I just need to stream some that's uh, something I would do I, because I would stream for sure yeah this is like I know I can't make any money doing it because I'm still in college yeah right so it's kind of like there's build a lot the of there's a lot of things that I just like hold back on me that's I mean, true that's not, smart though that's it's not smart. a lot of stuff like you. money I can at least make out of it but like I mean I've just never been like a, I know like it's important to whatever brand you're trying to build or yeah. say like whatever you're just trying to do with yourself or a business or anything but I'm just like I've never been a huge social media guy like I mean, like, I use Snapchat just to talk to yeah. a couple friends Chicks. and people. Nah. Well, what's going to happen <laughs> is when you, when, you get, when, when you get to the league, though. Man, if Snapchat was around when I was y'all's age, Man, I don't really even use Snap anymore, man. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, I literally talk to, like, four people on Snapchat. Yeah. And then, like, Instagram, I have it just so, like, I can use it later. Twitter, I really, I, I don't even have Twitter. Well, Jeremiah posts so seldomly, but then one time he posted a story. I look at it, and it's a, it's like a sergeant, it's like a general, and I'm, li- and I didn't realize I clicked his story. I'm like, what the hell is that? I was like, this dude kind of looks like Jeremiah. What the hell? You, you had your face morphed into yeah, someone so like a general sergeant's oh, head. I missed that. Say, so, come play with me on Warzone. So, so yeah, like please pull that. So I have like a. I missed that one. So like, what I use Snapchat. I'm like my my best friend. We went to IMZ together, and um, so like I joined their like Call of Duty group chat, and so like. They're so always playing. Gamer, oh yeah, I love. That's that. hilarious. I love gamers. So like, they're always playing all the time, and so they had they they have one friend that goes to like uh, a school for like playing games and stuff like that. So they were always playing with him and all that. And one day, like they didn't, they weren't doing so well, and then like he like just didn't. They just stopped playing. And then they hit me up, just wanted to play. And so, like, we pl- were playing, playing. We got a win. And they're like, oh, like, General Earl. So, like, General Earl. Okay, and we're, yeah. we love making edits. Yeah. So, like, we would just, like, <laughs> okay. take our faces out, throw them on something else. Okay. And, like, we would just, like, what's the word I'm trying to say? We would just, like, troll, like, each other, yeah. like, with these edits. Just right. making people look funny and right. bad and all this. And then here's here's the look photo. Look at this thing. Look at this photo with that. <laughs> is that even your, is that when, your hair, too? That's my, it's all me, no neck with the, with the General Earl. When was that? That was oh, almost, that was like earlier this summer. You're really? Head- That's you? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I like, put my face oh, you, on the photo. Okay. 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 I know. I was so thrown off. I was like, I no. know that guy. And so like <laughs> we have like we have like this like. Do you have what it takes to join Seal Team Six? That's this is hilarious. us four, and then like the other dudes that were in the group chat. We won right here. That's amazing. That's great. 
<laughs> nah, but when like it's the it's like the, the funniest group I've ever been with. They're so funny. It's ridiculous. Well, what I was That's saying awesome. too is like when you get to the league, like you were talking about the social media stuff. Like, yeah, it, it's a lot of work, and like mm-hmm. you got to do it on your own and everything. For someone like me and Chris, you know, we're the ones filming Ed and everything for now till we till we hire a team. But you get an NBA dude, we will. like Tyreek Hill, he's got a team. He doesn't have to worry. Like they probably come to him with the ideas. Hey, we got a video idea. You yeah. just do what you do, and and it makes your life easy. You build a brand Man, on top. You of just it. say yes to a post. You just like, say yes. like you let yes. somebody else run it. Yeah, and they're posting everything. They can keep building your brand. Well, really, YouTube's the way to go, and yeah. streaming too. If mm-hmm. you're good, like I feel like. No one – I don't really know anyone who's a big streamer who's not good unless they're just super entertaining. Yeah. No, Do you I, think I you agree. have the skill to – Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I feel like – it's different. It's, it's crazy, though, because, like, I feel like – I feel like it's, like, me, like, watching other people play. Like, these dudes have, like, 50,000 people watching. I'm like – That's crazy. That bro. is, like yeah. – you got a lot of pressure yeah. in doing that. But I'm thinking they're probably sitting there watching a basketball game like, yeah. oh, you got <laughs> yeah, whatever, yeah. 20,000 in the game. You probably right. have, like, over 100,000 people watching the game or yeah, right. more. Yeah. And they're like, whoa. So I'm like, it's crazy, like, how, like, our right. – Like, we just see each other's how – like, the shoes that we are in. Yeah. And it's just like it's crazy, but I think uh, that's something I would for sure do. Dude, that'd be stream so cool. Bronny streams. Cool. I've seen Bronny does the stream. Uh-huh. Yeah, I've he's seen got a lot. Like, he, dude, people like the way streamers make money. People just send them donations. They literally send them. Money. Yeah, and uh, like, like Bronny's getting like hundred dollars sent to him. It's just like, oh my gosh, yeah, man. it's crazy. It's oh crazy. my gosh. Well, that's what that's how Ninja made all his money, right? Oh, he's, he's, his yeah. contract that like when he, he kind of Twitch or whatever that. was more than Giannis's contract. <laughs> like he got paid like thirty million dollars. <laughs> When he like left the company or something like that. Well, that's another thing, dude. We need to get we need to buy some basketball cards so we can get his rookie card. The sport, the sport, and I listen to Gary. Basketball Gary. cards Bro. is like a, a thing. It's a th- it's, it's a, a big market. No, I it's know a it is. I know huge it. market. Uh, uh, Giannis, his uh, rookie card. If you had his rookie card, I watched Gary V. It was like valued at like thirty bucks. This specific brand of rookie yeah. card. And after he won MVP, it went up to like three, four hundred dollars. Did and it? Really? Gary V. bought like. 20 of them. He bought 20 of them. So why do you think basketball cards are, have so much better value than any like other that. sport? Because here's my, here's my I thing no on idea. it. Bas- here's my thing on it. As a fan, right. it's so much easier to have a favorite player and connect with them in the NBA more than any other any sport. Other for sure, because I feel, you can see their face oh, on the team. If NFL had like no mat helmets right. or whatever, like, then like you'd be like... You would know yeah. the defensive line and offensive right. line. Yeah. But, like, now you have no idea because you don't ever see them with their right. hands on. Right. No, that's true. And if you that's look true. at the business aspect and the marketing in the NBA, mm-hmm. they they are way ahead of MLB. They're even ahead of the NFL. They they are way in tune with culture. You think basketball, a lot of times no, you think true. music. Yeah. You think you see them all over social media. So whoever's doing the marketing for the NBA, it, I think personally it's going to become – a more viewed and watched sport than NFL. Maybe not in the Super Bowl, but overall just year-round. And I feel like it, it helps them, too, when there's not as many players. Yeah, and that's yeah. Thing. oh, yeah. Because there's only, like, 250, 300 right. players in the league. Yeah. Right. And, like, you see, the, you see their faces, like, when they're yeah. on the court, so you know, like, like, oh, who's that dude? Then you see their last name on the back. Like, yeah. Oh, it's like, like, and then you yeah. learn a new guy, and you're like, oh, that's who he is. Yeah. So I feel like it's easier just to, like, know who people are and like yeah. really get to learn them and stuff like that in a sense have you had people come up to you and like I'm sure you have I, I have yeah is I, that happening more of here or Villanova um I mean Villanova I like Villanova because it's like a small like it's a real small school so it's like yeah. 
we're not. I feel like there's a lot of schools that the players are looked at as like kings, like walking around and like. Right. I'll let you tell this story too. He showed me a video of him on the stage with uh, Sway Lee. Really? Singing sunflowers. He had t- really. Show, tell him the story though. That's on cool. campus. So like, yeah. So like, you know, like the late nights, like schools have, like sure. whatever you scrimmage, and then right. like, there's like a singer that will probably come. Oh, yeah. So Sway Lee yeah, came. Yeah, you got in trouble in the one with the Snoop Dogg. Yeah, with the yeah, with the, with the, with the stripper <laughs> That was ball. hilarious. That was hilarious. But um, hey, and, what, and while you're looking for that, thank you so much, uh, Jeremiah, for not following your dad's footsteps and going to KU. This is coming no problem, from a zoo no fan. <laughs> no, that's hilarious. So, but we had like Sway Lee come in and do his, um, he had like a little concert thing after our game. I'm trying to find this video. This is hilarious. No, here, and so like, so I'm like right there by, so like the basketball team is like right there, like right next to the stage essentially. And so I'm just sitting, standing there. I'm the closest dude to the stage. Right, right, right. And so he turns over and chucks me the mic. Oh, he did? And I start singing did the you start mic. singing the song? Yeah, yeah. So I was here to watch. And so he danced right there. I'm singing. <laughs> I don't even know the words. No, it was you know the song. Well, I know the song. I was, yeah. I'm still like, I'm like, I'm scrambling. I'm like, I'm like, there's, okay, there's thousands, thousands of people here. I'm like, somebody had to yeah. be videoing yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, a couple, a person hit me up, like, I have the video of you singing. I'm like, please send me this. Like, yeah. this is a legendary video. That's, That's amazing. No, that was a, that was an awesome. And Sway Lee only like five foot five. He's, he's small. Yeah, yeah he is. Yeah. Drew met him at, at the draft too, and that's what the first I thing he told me. Oh, it's funny. He, after he did that too, like, him and some of his boys that were with them, like they went into the practice gym and started shooting around, oh, really? playing like two on two. It was awful. Like it was hilarious. Oh, like, it was awful basketball. There was one dude in slides though. Oh that my That was killing everybody. Really? But it was funny. It was hilarious. When you watch these celebrity basketball games, who do you think the best like musician or uh, actor is at Hoopin? I think. I think I know who you're gonna I say. I think Quavo is pretty good. Oh, okay. That's yeah. Quavo is pretty good. I actually crazy story. So when Migos and Drake came into Kansas City, the Sprint Center for a concert, yeah, they like whatever they canceled one of their days, and so like apparently, so I know a guy that like has a gym, and like they were trying to find a gym to go hoop at and all that, and so they went to that gym, and he was like, he's like, hey, like can my my bro come in, and like he's not gonna do anything, just gonna sit there and watch and all that, and they're like, yeah, that's cool, and so I went to the gym with one of my friends too, and we were sitting there on like the courtside watching OVO versus Migo game. No way. And like Drake and me and Migos are hooping and like their entourage and it was like it was crazy. This is in Kansas City? Yeah, so it was crazy. Wow. So I'm like like so like I got to say like was like meet like the Migos and like Drake and like it was it was sweet. No, I was like I didn't know experience. that dude. That's crazy. Yeah, no, it was a crazy experience. We were like like I've never really felt like starstruck or yeah, anything. I think I'm, I would if I met. I'm sitting there. Drake. I'm like, watch. I'm like, damn, like it's Migos and like yeah. Drake over here playing. I'm like, that's yeah. crazy. That like, it was crazy. crazy. I got a funny, uh, real quick, funny story. So I used to uh, be the fitness manager at 24 Hour Fitness uh, here in Lee Summit, actually. And uh, I got a call, I got a text on my phone, and it was like, hey, would you? Um, I think I think our actual gym manager was gone. I think she was like at a conference or something, and so I was kind of like, I guess the manager of the place technically. And I got this this uh, text from one of our girls saying, "Hey, would you be able to come up here and uh, and authorize these guys on a tour bus want to come in and pay to use the gym?" And I was like, I didn't live that far from the gym at the time. I was like, Yeah, I'll come on up. So it wound up being Little Wayne uh, 
because you know we're open 24 hours. It was after the concert in Lee Summit. In Lee That's... Summit, yes, in Lee Summit. What? Yeah, Are because you... so they. I guess what they did is they got on I-70 and they were heading to St. Louis. Yeah. And then they were like, okay, where's the nearest 24-hour fitness? And then uh, you know their their Google Maps or whatever brought them to uh, to 24-hour <laughs> Lee Summit. So. Uh, and then at the time, uh, Dwayne Bowe was playing for the Chiefs, so he he was there with Lil Wayne. So I look in the gym, and Lil Wayne was the worst basketball player. And he had <laughs> he all loves his, basketball though. Yeah, yeah, he had all his. Yeah, I know he does. And he and he, it was so funny because he was you know in his jeans that were, you know, past his ass, and and, and he's crazy. And uh, and he had you know his gold fronts in, and he had I mean his hair was flopping around everywhere. But boy, they were hooping, and they were going after it too, man. Like. Like Lil Wayne was playing some D on Dwayne Bowe, and it, it was hilarious, man. I, and I just sat there and watched it, and I was just like, "How wow. did people not flood that?" Well, because it was like at twelve thirty at night, and yeah. and, and, and they, we didn't even know they were coming. Yeah. We had no idea. They just they showed up. Like they actually pulled the tour bus in the parking lot, and one of the guys came <laughs> off the bus and asked the girl that was working the front desk, "Could we all pay to come in?" And she was like, "I don't know," you know, like, and she didn't know who was there. By the time I got there, Lil Wayne was already inside. <laughs> That's crazy. I yeah. think I would have been a little starstruck seeing Lil yeah. Wayne. Yeah, it was crazy. I, I didn't ever actually talk to him, but yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty crazy. He's always on. Uh, what, what's Shannon Sharp's show and uh, Skip Bayless? Skip and yeah, Skip first take or uh, Skip and Sharp? Yeah, first take. First take. He's been on. No, no, it's like it's just their names. I think. Is yeah, it? maybe you're right. You're right. Yeah, I think it's he's just been Skip on there. Shane yeah, Shane yeah. and Skip or yeah. something. Yeah, he's he's winged his way into sports a lot. Lil yeah. Wayne. It's That's funny, crazy. his teams, his teams are funny, the teams he likes. Like, isn't he a big Packers fan, and then he's a big... Oh, yeah. He the Lakers, too. Oh, yeah. Lakers. He loves... But he's Kobe. all over He has a Lakers. song called Kobe Bryant, uh-huh. yeah. which is awesome. Yeah. That is crazy. Uh, well, here's what I want to do. I know, unfortunately, you got to leave. Mm-hmm. Leave Missouri, oh, leave Lee man. Summit. Um, it's just not right. It's not right, man. Uh-huh. But let's end this, I think, with some rapid-fire questions. Ooh. We'll go, like, we'll just, we'll do, like, 10, 12 total. I'll, you go first, I'll go first, because okay. i got to think of a good question. Just answer as quick as you can. can. All right, so I'm going to ask, how many questions have I asked him? Uh, well, you go, then I'll go. We'll just okay. feed off. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, ready. Favorite brand of pizza? Pizza. I like Mesky's Pizza. Oh, that's, that's, that's yeah. a Kansas City favorite. Yeah. Go-to song before a big game? Before a game. I like uh, International Players Anthem by UGK. Oh, yeah. Or okay. like Three-Headed Snake by Young Thug and Gunna. Yeah. I like those. Ooh, that's a good one. If if you could get drafted by any NBA team, who would it be? Whoever wants me. <laughs> uh, good answer. Good answer. Favorite artist? Uh, favorite artist. I've always liked Meek Mill. Okay. Meek Mill's a good one. Yeah. Uh, favorite NFL team? The Chiefs. Okay. Thank sure. you. <laughs> Why no show socks? I've never seen you wear I, high socks. I've just never been a high sock guy. I feel goofy wearing them. Yeah. Like, I feel like I, I never have a sock tan. I never have marks from socks. I think I just... I feel like it just fits me better with the no, with the low socks. <laughs> uh, if what would you, if you okay? So like, let's say uh, this semester at Villanova, uh, you meet the love of your life. What would your ideal date? He's look got a girl. Like? Oh, you already have a girl. Yeah, yeah you okay. didn't meet. You didn't meet her. I, do. oh, I didn't yeah. meet her. Okay. I, met, I met her. For you didn't meet her. You okay, so what is your uh, what is your ideal date? Like, okay, and this is like fairy tale. All right, you just get drafted. You sign this big contract. <laughs> your ideal date. Like, where are you, what are you guys gonna do? And you get to do anything you want, Talk right? About- I'm not fancy at all. Yeah, some, but that's okay, but like... Get something to eat. Okay. Chill. See, I that's awesome, man. <laughs> I'm not really It kind of shows who you are. That's, that's into the fancy stuff. Simple man. Yeah. Simple, Simple man. man. I like that. All right, so if you, have, if you have a brand, come to you and be like, all right, we want you to design a shoe. What is uh-huh. the most important thing about that shoe being made? Probably stability and stability. comfort. I mean, obviously you want a comfortable shoe. I feel like 
outside of comfort, because I feel like everybody would want a comfortable shoe, probably just like, just like a sturdy shoe. Like, I want to feel flimsy or like right. I tie my shoe tight, but I still feel like I can move around or anything. Right. But I, I would say just like sturdiness and just like ankle support. But I feel like but for, for both low and high top, if that was the option. Yeah, I like it. I like it. In one sentence, one or two sentences, why did you choose Villanova over all the other schools that wanted you? The relationships I built and just I just know the development they they had with players in my position with forwards. So mm-hmm. I would just say development in the relationships yes. I built with them. What Tesla are you going to drive one day? Uh, is the more sports car on the S? There's a X in the Roadster. I like the four-door sports car one. Oh, there's, a, the there's like the big one. I don't like the big one. No, the big one's the, um, no, I know what you're talking about. talking about the long one, the four-door, the long one. The long one, it looks nicer. There's, like, two, like, like, it's it's longer than than Tara's husband. Yeah, okay, that's the X, I think. I think that's the X. X. Okay, I like that one. I like that one. Yeah, that's a sick car. I got two more in my head. Okay, what is your favorite season? (laughs) Oh. If you had to choose one. I would say, oh, that's tough. I, I like the summer because it's just like good weather. But rain is my favorite weather, so I like the spring. Really? Okay. Yeah. All right, so he likes the spring. Yeah, and you know, like right in between, you get like maybe that like May, April right. time. Right. It's like you get the summer, you can dabble some rain into there. Right, right. What was your favorite exercise we did and Ooh. why? I'm a big, I like, oh, uh, I have a two. I like, I like deadlifts. Mm-hmm. I like I like leg work, nice. and then I like RDLs. Okay, interesting. I like my balance. I feel like my like single balance. leg RDLs. Yeah, yeah, we only yeah, did I single like leg. My balance, like yeah. one legged single leg RDLs. I enjoy those. What about the uh, bottom up kettlebell press? I was cool. Oh, that <laughs> what he said earlier. I was ass. I hate being ass at some. So that's that was the one workout that got me. Yeah. <laughs> if you That's could visit funny. any place in the world, I know you're not much of a fantasy guy, but so you know, don't just say something like, oh, "I want to go to Springfield, Missouri." <laughs> uh, if you could visit anywhere in the world, where would it be? Um, wow, I feel like I should know this answer. Um, I would say maybe somewhere in Europe. I don't know. I went to Greece last year for basketball. Oh, you we, did? Went to, we went to the island of Crete, and that was like that was amazing. Like yeah. I love, like I would definitely go back to Greece. Greece was an yeah. amazing. Yeah, that, I that, wish that's... you could have bumped Drake's song to that. I don't, I don't, I don't like that song. <laughs> I, know, I like Greece is not. I'm not a fan of. That. Yeah, I like Pop Star better than Greece, but. All right, last question for everyone who wants to watch you, follow you outside of basketball. Where should they go? Where do they where do they stay connected with you? I, I know say, you're not big on social, but I would say uh, even though I'm not great at Instagram, it'd probably just be Instagram because I know yeah. I'm gonna get better at it at some point. Yeah, yeah. You got the blue say, check mark, right? I you do, do got the blue check. Oh, mark. Yeah, you, got, you had that for a while. Yeah, yeah I got that IMG. We had a oh, social yeah. media lady. Really, really plugged us in on Damn, that. We need a social media. Yeah, and lady. I got and I got my name just Jeremiah. I, that's the that's the. Cool oh, I know. Part. I noticed that. Jeremiah. That's sick. No, that's amazing. That's yeah. that's for sure. That's huge because it's crazy because it's like. You can either, like, I don't, like, somebody would literally have to give you, like, change their username and to you have to that. change right. But nobody had Jeremiah. But that's, for some reason, when I typed it in, I couldn't get it. That's crazy. So she was able to put Jeremiah's, like, because that nobody sick. in the world had Jeremiah. Hey, and also, did you know this? This is, this is good for you to know. Uh, I was showing, um, 
to where I ha- out here at, at the golf course where I'm the pro at, and uh, I was showing one of the other pros who was coming out to do this, and uh, I typed in Jeremiah on Google, and Robinson Earl came up immediately. Did you know this? I I, I don't look myself up, but like that's pretty sick though. In man. times that I have, you just typed like, in Jeremiah. I typed in Jeremiah, and Robinson Earl popped right up, like first one on there. People are searching, man. They're hey, curious. Yeah. They want to know. Curious. <laughs> that is awesome. Uh, yeah. That's that, pretty yeah. cool, man. Well, dude, good luck this season. I, I'm more excited to watch basketball, college basketball I've ever been in my life, and I mean that, dude. I cannot, Me too. I cannot I wait really to watch am. you play. We're going to go to Omaha. Is where you guys are playing? Great. Man, so we're going to – I'm going to have to – I'm getting a Villanova jersey. Um I'm yeah, my guy to, Christian Bishop is—it's going to be a big dick because I'm going to be texting him, be like, "All right, I'm coming up to see you. You going to be able to hold down my guy Jer- Jeremiah?" And, and I asked these two—they were in the gym at the same time. I both said, "All right, who wins on one on one?" And they both, without hesitation, said me. So this will be good. Yes, dude. Well, dude, I'm excited. Like I said, uh, go fall at Jeremiah. Simple man. Simple Jeremiah, and crazy. easy. <laughs> How easy is that? At Jeremiah. And best of luck to you, man. And I once again, it was an honor. Appreciate to be able to train you this offseason. Thank you for coming out, brother. Appreciate it. Thank you. I'll see you guys. Thumbs up. Ratings, please. See ya.